Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and this podcast brings you the audio experience of GameDev.TV. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Just gotta do that. Uh, Here, that big connect, like, hey, 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 big connect. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's our one-year episode. <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe it's been a year already. Celebrate. Where's the uh, champagne and the fireworks? <laughs> no, no. Guys. Don't get them monetized. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Please, no. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about YouTube, but Twitch does not like alcohol. True. Damn, I didn't think of that. Whoa. Where did I put um, Oh, here we go. But yeah, so today, it's going to be a fun episode, just like last week. Last week was just, oh, what's today, Wednesday? Dang, I got a lot to do. All right, but yeah. So, today is a one year, April Fool's Day, April 1st. Not a good year to do April Fool's, no. But we started this podcast... Out of nowhere, we were just like, let's do it. We, we Unreal Review Group, we have good conversations, let's make it happen. The first episode wasn't even that long. It was just like, hello, this is who we are. Now we're at episode, we're at a lot of episodes. I think this would be 65 when it comes out. Yeah, or 64. Depends which, which episodes I post. More than 10, less than 1,000, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, so... I'm a precise person, as you can exactly. see. Yeah, of course, yeah. So that's a lot of episodes. 60 in one year. Not all of it was recorded from us. Some of it was from the game dev community, AMAs and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, we're getting to 100. We'll probably get it, what, September or August? That'd be big. We'll do, like, maybe something crazy for that one. Um, hopefully the world's back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for episode 300. With a bunch of 300 jokes. Yeah, hopefully oh, yeah. we have a 300... 300- Video this game by then. Oh, we will. We'll make it. We'll we'll, we'll make a very bad one. Um, a small game. So we'll. This this episode is going to be a lot about. You know, don't make wow. <laughs> yeah. It's our uh, it's our favorite meme. Don't make wow. And it's stuck now. Apparently, people started talking about it in the community, and I was like, wow, they really. It's really sticking. It's. <laughs> I mean, because people are using it, it to explain. Yeah. <laughs> People use it to explain stuff. They're like, you know, in the podcast, they say don't make wow. That's not just for just for giggles. It's it's serious. And I'm like, well, maybe it was just for giggles. I don't know. But <laughs> no, I'm super serious. The the amount of people I see trying to bite way more than they can chew. Hey guys, start small. Uh, actually, it's something I remember from the RuneScape documentary that came out, I think, last year, for their 20th anniversary. Uh, they talk about how they started making games, uh, like in the mid nineties, because mm-hmm. uh, it, it was three brothers. Like, so one of the brothers, he, he basically like made a bunch of copies of different games. Like, oh, they can't afford, I don't know, Mario. So he made his own Mario and then he made his own, I don't know, first person shooter. He, he experimented with a bunch of stuff before trying to actually make a, a serious game. Of course, he hired people because he actually had money at the time. Okay. Because uh, uh, he was out of college and he was making like uh, browser games for those random websites that oh, yes, existed in the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And uh, he got some money, like hired like five people, and he he had a previous code base. Of course, he made a, a small open beta with like 30 people for two days. <laughs> Uh, called Devious Mud, and uh, Devious Mud. What's yeah, that? it's the beta. Basically, he okay. It, it's like pre RuneScape Classic. Uh, Mud is multi-user dungeon from like way back, because before you had those those MMORPGs, but they were like uh, text games, right? And his idea was to make uh, a, tr- a 2D one, really. Basically, have a mud with graphics. Oh, that's cool. And it came out around the same time that Ultima Online came, I guess. Then, like, 
that changed everything. But yeah, basically, video game companies, they're not made of one to two guys who have very little experience. They have hundreds and hundreds of people who have a lot of experience. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing, too. That's especially... the biggest thing. Yeah, experience. Like, yeah. It's your first game. Don't make well. Like, yeah, don't, don't even make... don't make Mario. Maybe Mario. Like make your own version of an old game first. Like try some concepts. Experiment with gameplay. Like my first game, it was just pretty much in the end was just sandbox, random physics mechanics. Just play around. Like ah, you have the spell that lifts a rock. That was fun to code. I learned a lot. Oh, then we decided to like. Uh, make the color of an object shift depending on what you could interact with it. So like if you could lift it, it shifted like blue or something. And then we actually added the colors together. So like if it could interact, I don't know, three ways, it had a mix of those three colors. And like, it was super fun to do. Uh, and like, and I never released it because I basically suck at making story and actual levels. My level design is terrible. But I like making mechanics, so when I board, I just uh, put up and make some mechanics. Like my last game, uh, I made some random stealth mechanic. Like I had, the, I actually had an idea for a game at the time, at least. But uh, the levels looked terrible. <laughs> oh, I want to see it. Uh, I think I still nice. have it somewhere. Uh, but uh, basically, it was made. I was thinking of my trip to Transylvania. So of course it's a vampire game, mm -hmm. <laughs> and oh, I actually <laughs> was uh, basing the first level around the street I stayed in my Airbnb. When That's I was cool. There. Yeah, it was super cool. Uh, but uh, but like, how do you make it fun? Basing it in real places is nice because like, yeah, you don't have to create something out of nowhere. But at the same time, like, real places don't tend to be really fun to. You know, game in. How come? I mean, it depends on the game, of course. But like, ah, okay. like if, yeah, if you're making GTA, yeah, of course, having a real city is fun. Like it was a stealth game that you were like the remainders of humanity trying to hide from vampires and stuff that took over the world. That's it's a bit be... based on the uh, I Am Legend book. That I totally did not read. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I read it, but not really. No, I just I just know what happens. I just yeah. know it has vampires and they kind of take over the world. They do. That's pretty cool. Are they like intelligent vampires? Uh, I'm not sure, because like in the movie they look like zombies, right? Yeah, the one with Will Smith. Yeah, but like apparently they're vampires. Really? They're supposed I... to be vampires. I guess that makes sense because when the light comes out, they can't go to it. Wow. Yes. I, did, I thought the whole time it was just like a virus and it turned them into like zombies. I mean, really it doesn't really matter. Like the point of the movie is oh. like Will Smith and his dog. The best yeah, part of really the movie is the, movie, is the dog. Yeah. Come on. It's one of those dog movies. Sadly, you watch them knowing how they end. Always. Wow, that's so... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I actually want to read the book now. Because I heard it's really good. Did you know that he feels responsible for coronavirus because of the, uh, the movie? Who? Will Smith. What? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, celebrities say some stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. That's funny. But yeah, don't make wow. Yes. Don't try to do something you're not prepared to do. Like, yeah. Of course, try to make WoW if you have a few million dollars. And yeah. Or if you're Aaron. Aaron wants to make yeah. his own MMO. But he, he knows it's going to take him forever. Like, he's been working on it for like four years. And he's yeah. like, I got another like 10 years. So, like, I mean, again, that's if you want to. But it, he also has worked on Half-Life 2, so he has experience. If you don't have any experience, I would recommend making like ping pong and, and um, block breaker and... Like roll balls, stuff with balls. Ball, yes, nice. platformers. Platformers are, are easy to make and like 
add your creative tone and bam, you have a fun platformer. At, uh, think of Braid. Braid is a great example. Like, remove the fun mechanic. It's just a random platformer. A simple platformer is one uh, creative mechanic away from being an awesome game. Damn, I didn't think about that. See, look at that. Also, just like find someone and then just start brainstorming ideas and then make it happen. <laughs> yeah, just toss around. Like, just stay a bit away from them. Don't get too close. You know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. do it online. Yeah, say six. Was it six feet? Six feet away. I don't know feet. I only have two feet. Okay, so let's see. see. I handle what I work with meters. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. It it's is one point eight two meters. Yeah, it's a two. <laughs> or two. Yeah, two meters. Say two meters away. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, uh, think actually that uh, I think that'd be a fun game where you have to like avoid people or something as they try to come to you. Yeah, did I send it in the the chat? Uh, there's there the was this in the chat <laughs> in the chat. There was this. Uh, they made this uh, game jam a few weeks ago about the coronavirus. Yeah, and I, I I know I sent on my work group, but I don't think I sent it to you guys. It's a game that. The whole idea is not to get contaminated. <laughs> so, like, you have to watch your hands and stuff, and I don't know. Uh, that's the only mechanic I can think of. Yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> not touch other people. Don't rub your face and the dog. I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder how. You, is it kind of like overcooked? Or you kind of? Like, I have no idea. I, I only. Know, seems, I don't know. I literally it. copied the link, pasted in the team in the team's channel, and, and that's mm-hmm. how I did. Interesting, okay. I can find it and I'll send it to you later. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Let's go back to what you were saying before, how it takes a lot of experience. I don't think people realize that, too. It's like, before you get a job, you're going to need a lot of experience. Like, I've been to the uh, Breaking the Game Industry event in L.A., and when they're talking, they were talking about art a lot in that one. And they're like, you need a lot of experience of just creating stuff. Creating stuff, again, that's on your own. So, like, for instance, a class or even, like, these tutorials would give you something to make. Cool, make that. Then make something on your own and make it to completion. They always say that people will give stuff that's not really complete. And it shows that, oh, well, maybe they can't go all the way. And when we need them to, they're just going to fail. And Which you could. You just you, Maybe you're like, oh, I just don't want to go all the way. So some of them make them, like, to the end. Put your details. Experience. Yeah, it's better to copy something. Make it for yourself. Try to make it by yourself by yourself as well like of course your first game or two you're gonna follow a tutorial but uh if you can actually shut yourself out and just make your own game it, ha- it can be anything just make it work from scratch by yourself so you know you can do it that will do a bunch of stuff to you actually uh, finishing games has a great thing that's one of the points actually ben made and at the start of one of the I think it's the old course I'm not sure he made it in the new one but like finishing games gives you confidence like you have an actual game it's something you can show to someone and say oh look yeah. I made this, it's fun No, yeah, that's people crazy. find it awesome when you show them half done stuff imagine yeah. showing them an actual game oh, I remember I showed somebody like an RPG demo I made from following the RPG course and it felt so cool, it was like I yeah. made this I spent time building this level, I spent time working on this I spent time fixing bugs. Here it is. Here. But yeah, it, that's the great one. It gives you confidence. So if you try to make a big one, you're gonna. If you read the book, um, "Don't Sweat Pixels" or something, "Don't Sweat Pixels." You there's a lot of stories where people burn themselves out. If you check out the podcast episode, which he talks about burnout, it, it happens. You you have this big ambition and you just never want to give up, but like everything is out to get you. The pressure, the deadlines, the the money, everything just starts to come together, and you just you just implode, or you just go home and make a small game, market it, put it out there, and make another small game, and then slowly yeah. build yourself up, add people to the team, find out what works, what doesn't work. It just it's just easier that way. Yeah. It's like what slower slower to make, you are more adjusted. The faster it happens, the less you're like ready to handle what happens because it happens so fast. Yeah, and also having a bunch of small games that work really, really well. Like it's something you can actually, 
you know, send to a video game company and maybe get a job, you know. Yeah, actually. They're not going to make your game, but they might hire you. Like, mm -hmm. If you make I, something uh, good asked... and fun, like, and simple, just show you can make a mechanic. No, I agree 100%. That's it's very important. I asked this one person that, uh, I think it was Candice, she's from Naughty Dog, she's a recruiter, and she was like, as a programmer, just make a game. Just make, make something, put it out there, um, show it to us, and then just, just keep programming, keep coding, um, make a GitHub, just, just make a game. So yeah, just make a game. That's really all they need. They need to know that you can make a game. And if you make it really well, they know you're high, you know, high quality, they know top-notch, like skills. They're like, okay, we can trust them. Just if you go in there saying, like, just do it. Now you also have to be prepared for the um, technical stuff. So that's, again, it's just put yourself in a position where you can succeed, keep going, keep making games. Every game you make, there's a there's actually a great article on Game Sutra where this guy made a hundred games in like five years or something, and he it goes on and on about it. he every game he made was something new, so he always expanded his repertoire. He kept doing like oh let me change the audio in this one let me focus on that let me this one let me focus on like game design this one let me focus on the 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 game like how fast it works or how all this stuff's happening behind the scenes. It's just like you put yourself in the situation. You go, I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna get after it. And, yeah. yeah, and even like uh, the people I see making this mistake the most actually are people trying to do it alone. Like I don't see five-person teams trying to make a huge MMO. I see like a guy. Yeah, trying to do it by I, I've himself. seen it a lot because now I look at all the um, forums and I like yeah. do inspirational quotes and stuff for Games.TV. But uh, I will go in an RPG, and a lot of people who are like, I'm making this huge thing, and this huge thing, and this RPG, and it's MMO. And then, like, I, I look at the, the date, and it was, like, a couple months ago, and it's just gone. It's just, like, either they gave up, or, like, yeah. they they burned themselves out, or they move on to something else that was easier, which is probably the, the best option, to move yeah. to something that's easier. But keep it in your mind. Keep Maybe you can work on it on your free time. Be like, hey, let me spend an hour thinking about stuff, and let me let me add to it. Let me the new skills I gain, I can do more to it. But don't make that your main thing, because you'll get yourself burned down. Yeah, there's this very rare person that can actually do it, like uh, not make that much progress for so long and still finish. Yeah, there's one guy right who made a game all by himself in Unreal. Yeah, there are probably more than. Well, I mean, there's more, but like, <laughs> no, I I watched, like, I saw the video of it, and it was insane. It looked like a AAA game, but it was apparently it was one person. Yeah, and uh, nowadays, like, especially with the way graphics are right now, uh, people are tr are trying to make games that look like AAA games. Yeah, like God of War. On like zero budget. <laughs> Yeah. And then you have a problem, like, yeah, you might be a programmer, and then how do you get art? Yeah, it's not that easy. Or you're an artist, like, how do you get mechanics? Yeah. But now, again, if you make a game, it's it's a lot of work, though. That's what all the yeah. people understand. So it's like, if you have a lot of free time, like, you're really doing, like, you have 12 to 14 hours a day, yeah, go learn Blender and Unreal and all this stuff together at once. Take your, yeah, you could probably make a small game making like like maybe like overcooked art, yeah. like colorful little art. You you could do that, it, it, yeah. But like some people don't have all the time, so it's like make a game. You got to make it winnable for your situation. So yeah. don't make wow. Exactly. <laughs> make you got to make something that you can finish first of all. Yeah. Like another important thing, like if you're going to work for an actual video game company, you're not gonna do a bunch of stuff. You're mm. probably gonna just. Program X. It's not even everything. Like you're either gonna do just networking or just mechanics. Like we were talking way back. Uh, like you're gonna be an artist and you're gonna make boxes, only boxes, because you're your go-to guy for boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So make the best goddamn boxes. <laughs> yeah. Like get really good at something, but don't forget to also learn everything around it. So you have some knowledge of everything and in-depth knowledge of a specific topic. Mm -hmm. No, I agree 100%. And actually, the this episode kind of comes from a Facebook post where somebody was talking about like time. 
He was like, you know, it takes me a while to make textures in Blender for something so simple. So then he posted a picture of a AAA game. He's like, could you imagine the amount of time it takes to to make these AAA games? And they're like, yeah, it, it does. take. It takes teams of people who are so... <laughs> yeah, it takes them years. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to come out this year. That game has been in the making forever. And they're still, like, they're going to crunch time now because it's just the way... Just the way human nature is, you know, you do things and eventually you're like, oh my god, we gotta move it up. And then, but yeah, so, but they're all exceptional people who've been studying their craft forever. And yeah, and they really know what they're doing. Like, yeah. they're not random people. Like, it's from the same guys who made The Witcher. Exactly. So it's gonna be great. I, I, I believe it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. And, and they really do care about making a great game. So that's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, but I, yeah, I really need to finish one of their games, though. Yeah, you really do. Just just wait for Cyberpunk. It's gonna come out September. I'll be playing it. We'll be playing. Well, we can do a live stream, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I mind. mean, well, actually, to be honest, uh, Ben and them were talking. They were like, you know, if if it's more just like a community type thing, and not really trying to like promote anything or sell anything, yeah, you could probably. They might even let us do it on the Twitch. So, if people are into that, maybe we'll do some live streaming later. Would be the, cool. yeah. yeah, or even now because of the whole quarantine. But yeah, I actually, consume zero material on the game. <laughs> I barely know what what it's about. It's cyberpunk. Yeah, I've seen the cover. I've it's, seen Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's and it's that's like it. <laughs> it's kind of like Fallout mixed with GTA. It's an open world game, and you it's an RPG, so you get to choose different type of skills and like if you're gonna be good or bad, and then you're basically just. I forgot what the main premise oh. of the whole thing. Like, I forgot what you do. I think you get crossed over, and then you have a choice to... I don't know. Actually, I'm trying not even to know. I'm just going to play the game and be like, this is so cool. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, I really trust them. Like, nowadays, they're one of the best in terms of the consistently good releases. Like, look at Bioware. They were at the top, like, Three years ago or so? When did... Was it three, four years ago? When what? Bioware when Bioware was like... Yeah, the go-to for quality. I don't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, nowadays you have Rockstar and CD Projekt Red. Yeah. The big ones. That... And Naughty Dog. I think those are the yeah. top. Insomniac. And actually, a lot of the like, Sony companies are really good. They just make quality games. I don't know. Like... That's true. Yeah. And you have EA that makes a few good games every once EA, in a while. EA's but massive it, it's, business it's side of it, it's but they don't know how to make good games. Yeah. Except for Fallen Order, I, I that one was a great game. Yeah. And yeah. Battlefront too, apparently. No, Eventually, I, I, they fixed it. Yeah, they fixed it. No, it's it's actually pretty great now. Yeah. It's amazing. Like they just needed to, you know, make a good game in the first place. Yeah, speaking of stuff in Origin, do you know that they still release The Sims every once in a while? <laughs> yeah, do you mean the original one, or you mean like The Sims, like downloadable content? New games and stuff. Yeah, they have like new... Like it's on yeah, top of the page in Origin. Yeah, my sister buys all that stuff, too. You gotta love The yeah. Sims, you know? I remember playing the first one way back. I actually like The Sims, too. I, I could play all day, every day. I, I mean, just haven't in a while. It has so much stuff to do. Yeah, to be honest, uh, there came a point where I was like, the stuff that I'm doing in this game, I should just do it in real life. <laughs> like, work out and stuff? Yeah, like, I would be watching <laughs> the guy, like, build up his, like, programming skills. I was like, hmm. I'm spending an hour watching this person do that when I could be doing it myself? All right, let me let me go. Uh... Yeah, so I can't play Sims anymore. Like, to be honest, I don't know why. I just, I can't, I can't play, I can't enjoy it anymore. It takes too much of my time. <laughs> it's some weird, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like me with any single player game. Like, I feel I should be doing something else. Always. Yeah, I hate that. I, I had a meme one time where it was like, brain when uh, doing work, you should be relaxing. Brain when playing games, you should be working. It's like, what do you want me to do? Work out. It's your brain asking for you to work out more. But what if you just worked out before you went to go play? It's like, let me have this time that for myself. That doesn't happen. If you work out and go play video games, you're going to be at peak performance. Always. 
right. feeling so relaxed. Like, why do you think every single esports athlete uh, just works out? That's true. Because you get your endorphins from working out instead of, you know, needing to win at the game. So you play more relaxed. You're in a better mindset. And of course, having a fit body is good for reflexes and stuff. Dude, you just changed, I think, the lives of many people here today. Yeah, if you want to climb any ranked ladder, work out. Well, nowadays it's pretty hard, but try to work out. There are a bajillion YouTube channels with stuff to do at home nowadays to work out. Like, gyms here are live streaming stuff. Yeah, dude, people do meditation, like, like a virtual reality. It's insane. Uh... Computers are so cool. No, but like, so let's put this in perspective. So it takes, it could take 100 people a month to create an amazing scene, and it would probably take you like a millennium. And then he also says that Blizzard laid off 700 people, but that's only one-fourth of the company. So that's like 2,800 people yeah. working on like a bunch of different games to and make those amazing scenes that you see. Yeah. So don't... Important. They're not making well from scratch. They're just maintaining well. Yeah. That's another thing, too. So. And, of course, some of those people were probably making the remake of Warcraft 3, so... Uh, yeah. It's not like they were doing something good anyway, so... Yeah. And this is no way to discourage people, because, like, if you want to make some of these cool games, yeah, go, go, go become exceptional at your specialization... And then go join that team. Yeah. But thinking about doing it alone, no. Don't even don't even as like a way. I've seen it where people like even I'm thinking about doing a thing where it's like make a YouTube channel and build game mechanics from games and then show it being done in the game. But like, don't get lost in the details. Make it look just like the game. Because yeah. if I were to like, oh, let me make Assassin's Creed and then let me make like the little game mechanic and then put in the art just like the game, could take me forever. I have to buy assets. I'd have to like, no, that's just that's a lot of stuff to do. Let's just just make the simple stuff. Make like the little Unreal or Unity character and have him do the little arrow or the the hidden blade attack or the the different type of stuff you find in games. Opening cards, like all that small stuff. Make it as simple as possible. Make it work programming wise so you understand how it works, and then move on to the next game mechanic and the next game mechanic. Or yeah. just make a small game. Yeah. yeah and like, uh, if you're gonna have to buy assets, it defeats the purpose of the learning experience. So you should. Probably just do that if you're actually planning on publishing the game. But if yeah. it's too big, you're not going to publish. So you're just going to waste money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've bought too many assets and never used any of them. Yeah, I never spent a penny on assets. I always yeah. try to make stuff. Yeah. <laughs> fail miserably. I've spent way too... I probably spent like $1,000 on assets. Oh. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you need my bank account? You can, could put some no, money there. No, it's all in the past. Yeah, I... I <laughs> It's all good. It's just, yeah. I bought a lot of Synth Studio ones. I bought a lot of, like, all this good stuff. So, yeah. It's to just... be fair, there are a ton of good stuff in the asset store. Also, another good way of getting experience and making some money is to make assets. Oh, I agree 100%. All right, sure. I'm... Oh, man. I wish I could make some of those blended assets, but that'd take me a lot of time. Yeah, no. If it's a 3D model, don't don't ping me. Just yeah, no. <laughs> I remember trying to make a ladder. It took me like three hours, and then I gave up. To be fair, really? it, yeah, because it was a, a manhole. Uh, it like was a manhole, so I had oh. the ladder. I wanted to actually plug it into the manhole and actually be able to climb through it. Oh, okay. But uh, of course, initially, I just wanted kind of a tunnel. Yeah. I have no. How do you make a tunnel? In Blender? Yes. What? I mean, I feel like you just get an arch, and then you extrude it, and then you have a tunnel. I don't know. I have zero Blender experience. That was the first thing I tried I to do. Like, I feel like that's kind of easy. I, I don't it's know. It's something I like... I'm not interested on, though. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what, what about the new updated Blender that Rick's working on? The course? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like Blender. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's not bad. 
I made fireworks one time. Didn't come out the way I wanted. To, my but... problem is not Blender. Like I'm not an artist. Like yeah, I like I'm an artist in terms of music. Like I'm yeah, a I musician. I'm not a I'm not a painter or I'm an animator or whatever. Yeah, I'm interesting. So it's like I'm very good at say taking like whatever around me. And I can pretty much draw it the way it is, or you can give me a drawing and I'll pretty much replicate it. But then you say, hey, make something on your own, and it's crickets. I seriously, I'm just like, uh, I can recreate what I drew before, but it's like, you want me to expand on that? I'm really bad. It's just like... So your problem is more creativity? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. When it comes to drawing. Now, even music. Music, I'm really bad too. I'm really bad at my creative side of like things. And I've been trying to explore it on my own nowadays as I'm older, but like I wish I did it when I was younger. I wish I drew more, I wish I played piano, I wish I Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I got better at Dota when I was younger. Yeah. Now I'm like at the top thirty percent or so and yeah. it's so hard to get better. Because back in the day I had like fifteen hours a day to play. Same. Like, <laughs> the week I got my Dota Chew key I played 90 hours in one week, seven days. It's oh what, 12.5 average or something? Really? I mean, yeah, let me see. Uh, I think it's like 12 point something. 12.85 a day. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, I, I was on vacation, so... Uh, you have 24 hours free. Yeah, you play more. Yeah, I need to play more games. I remember I summer it. break, like when I was 12 or so. I would play like 15 hours a day of RuneScape. <laughs> I would like get up, eat something, cut use for like 10 hours, eat something, cut them for five more, <laughs> and go to bed. <laughs> Sounds like my life when I was younger. I'd play Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty 15 hours a day. Yeah. In Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. I played way too yeah, much. Imagine if I was learning something useful. That's I could what be I... a blacksmith. I could, I could be something incredible. be a blacksmith nowadays. Oh, man. I was like, my God, my life. What the hell? I could be... I could be somebody. I could be something great. No, but I don't hate it. Cause yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed all those games, and I met like cool people while playing them. True, yeah. a bunch of cool people. And it gives me like motivation, like nowadays, be like, never go back there, keep going. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like on 2018, like I, I was bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. I 100%ed San Andreas. Like, oh my, the GTA game? Yeah, 100%. when I finished, yeah, when I finished it, I just realized, okay, I, I gotta do something useful. So I bought the Unreal course, and now we're here. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. See, people don't. Life is strange. Yeah, yeah. That's because the title of a very good game. Yeah, life. Yeah, or even a podcast <laughs> episode. Life is no, but seriously, because like I think about it, it's like you know, why am I the way I am? And it's like, hmm. Part of that is the fact that I was disgusted with like the fact that I spent so many hours just doing nothing for so many years. Yeah, no, I actually learned something. Yeah. Crafton got a job way before I realized that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I studied in school, so basically it was just homework and then go play games all day. But even then, like, the homework wasn't that good until later, my, like, end of high school. And I was like, oh, no, I need to, like, be serious about this. Yeah. But, yeah, so for a lot of it, I was just like, I'm just goofing around doing nothing. <laughs> Eating Pop-Tarts and watching movies and playing games. I said, no, 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 not today. Yeah, for you have an idea on how much of nothing I did, I I actually watched Two and a Half Men till the end. Oh my god, stop! (laughs) I watched a lot too, but not that much. Oh my goodness, no! To be fair, I have big problems letting go of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, same. I have been. It's just hard when you attach yourself to something, and you're like, yeah. Don't go. Where are you going? And I kind of like Ashton Kutcher. He's oh, a you, nice dude. Oh, you watch like even the, the newer ones? With Ashton yes. Kutcher? Oh, it's, I okay. watched until the very end. Oh, you're, you're special. <laughs> I don't know how you did yeah, that. Yeah, I'm special. <laughs> well, in Fallout, I, I have special. Yeah. 
But no, yeah, anybody watching this and you feel like you've wasted so much time, it's okay. Buy a course now and start today. It's yeah. never too late. And then use all that time you wasted, because I'm pretty sure you didn't waste it. You probably thought of game ideas. You probably played a lot of games, got a lot of inspiration. Use that now as your creative energy to go make something great. Yeah, and also don't feel ashamed to relax every once in a while. That's yeah, a problem that's I see my with problem. people as well. I can't like, relax. Yeah, you get a and project and like you can't over. give up. Like I'm feeling this nowadays with the quarantine and stuff. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm working. I start working at like 9, right? Then it's 5 p.m. I'm still working, but I'm in the middle of something. So I keep going and I keep going. And then it's 8 p.m. and the day's gone. So yeah, yeah. guys, seriously, balance. No, I agree. It's great for your mental health. It it, it just allows you to connect with people because you don't have to, the the worst part is when you you're just so stuck in getting things done that when you go hang out with people, you're still in that mindset of I need to do this, I need to do that, and you can't enjoy the moment. Yeah, enjoy the moment. Like last night, I had a breakthrough in the shower, so I had to actually go back, open my laptop, yeah. write something for me, <laughs> write me a message. And then go back to stuff. I I have so many emails from myself with like ideas I had. Yeah, it's one a.m. I'm in bed. I can't sleep. Oh, I realize how I fixed my problem. Oh, I need to send myself an email because I mm-hmm. won't remember this. And then I always yeah, remember smart. it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. I like that idea. Yeah, but you remember sending the email, so it's kind of important to still send the email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps it. It lets it leave your brain, and you can relax until yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, patience. Patience is the number one key to success in any industry, but especially this one. Yeah, like, it's funny. uh, I mean, if you worked out before, you've been, like, the fat guy in the gym or something, Mm -hmm. or at least the super unfit guy in the gym, then you get there and you see guys, like, lifting three times your weight or something. And you think, well, I'm never getting there. But they were the fat guy once... Or at least the thin, very, very thin guy once. Mm-hmm. It's the same with like Bill Gates. Bill Gates was just a nerdy guy who liked computers. Yeah. And now he's the nerdy guy who likes computers. Yes. Well, and PewDiePie is kind of a big nerdy guy who likes computers. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. <laughs> There's a lot to it. Yeah, but, to be um, fair. Nowadays, a bunch of successful people are just nerdy guys who liked computers. Yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of people play video games. Yeah. And it's like, finally, it's cool now. <laughs> Back in my day, it was like, we are playing games? I'm like, yeah, what's wrong? Why are you hating? Yeah, because like I think like the 80s was a, when things started like getting to where we are. Because like, you had the 80s and like kids played video games like... Mm-hmm. And they kept playing video games in the 90s when they became teens and then grew up and got jobs and stuff. So in the early 2000s, you have a bunch of like 25-year-old-ish people like playing video games and working. And then that's when things started changing to games like target older people now. Mm-hmm. And so now it's it, everywhere. It's yeah, it totally changed. Like, yeah, games are everywhere. Yeah. And people can call it whatever it is, but you, everyone loves games. Yeah. Whether it's board games, video games, games on the phone, games. Yeah, that's the on, deal. On it's the not edge. just video games. Yeah, it's, and, and it's not hardcore. Like, yeah. yeah, of course, not everyone likes like esports. Well, a lot of people like esports. It's, it's growing. Like, it's like to play esports, because you have nowadays a bunch of people who just watch it, which is super cool. It's mm-hmm. like I'm not a good football player. But I can watch a game, uh, real football, by the way, not the, that weird thing you guys do in America. <laughs> uh, okay, soccer? <laughs> no, no, I mean American football, yeah. No hand egg, yeah. Yeah, that, it's, it's not bad. I don't watch it that much. Yeah, actually, the biggest problem with being Brazilian is people always ask you, do you play football? Are you good? And you're like, just because I'm from Brazil does not mean yeah. I'm... It's the first question people ask you. That's funny. I didn't know that. I'm pretty good at so- Oh No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not pretty good. I'm okay. <laughs> I was okay. I, I, I try to. Yeah. I, I mean, I think every kid wants to play sports when they're young. At least like 10 or so. You want to be famous overall. So. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much everyone's goal. Let's be famous. Wow. Yeah, like I, I wanted to be a uh, football player, and then yeah, of course that was not gonna work because I was a bit fat in high school. And like, so was when I, I was huge when I was twelveish. I started growing because I stopped playing sports really because I would get mm-hmm. like five or six kilos during the year. Yeah, and then would lose a bunch of weight during the summer because like pool and sports and climbing trees. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was a normal kid. <laughs> I mean, you don't define normal. <laughs> <laughs> I was a something your parents would call a normal kid. Nice. I mean, I did cool. skip uh, some some events with friends, like just to play video games. But who cares? Uh, until I was like twelve-ish, I was uh, like regular kid. I guess I played, ran, and stuff. Okay. But then, like, yeah, you discover video games. Well, I, I actually grew around a bunch of people who played video games. Like, yeah. my father is kind of a gamer. Not See, that's cool. hardcore, but, like, he played Age of Empires and stuff. And, like, my brother, yeah, he, he's a hardcore gamer. Like, he skipped New Year's once to play Battlefield. I think it was three. He back. skipped New Year's for that? Wow. Yeah, like, I invited him to a New Year's party, and he said, no, I'm going to stay home and play Battlefield. <laughs> Oh my god, no he didn't. Yeah, he did. That's crazy. Yeah, but in, I, I don't know. He He's not what you what you would call a nerd, actually, because like, he doesn't look yeah. nerdy, likes partying and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, he likes video games, because he grew up exactly there. Like, he was born in, born in 83, so... That's he was. Though. Ten. My dad doesn't play games. Oh, yeah. he played Wii Sports. Everybody plays Wii Sports. Yeah, yeah, like old people play Wii Sports. <laughs> I was so good at tennis. <laughs> Come on, I mean, it's fun. Like the Wii, such a genius idea. It was though. It was. I, I got like, to. Nintendo Wii always changed everything. Like, of course, they always skip a release. It's like Windows. They make. Something that changes everything, something bad, and something that changes everything. Well, yeah, since bad. the N64, of course. Yeah. Well, they NES. had the NES, the SNES, and the N64, which were three of the best video game consoles to ever come out. Mm-hmm. And then they made the GameCube. <laughs> but then they made the Wii. The GameCube. It wasn't that popular? No. I never had one. Maybe that's why. No one had a GameCube. To be fair... Its main competitor was the PS2. Yeah, that, that destroyed everything. Yeah. Like, the PS2 changed everything as well. It's funny, like, how many things came out in the past, like, 20 to 30 years that changed everything? Like, for real. Not only in, in video games, of course. Like, yeah. from... Think about it. Like, 30 years ago, there were no cell phones. That is crazy. I remember 20 years well, old. Yeah, 20. No, I don't remember 20. I remember 18 years ago. And just my like, mom said, so I had, like, had the phone and like, you could pull the antenna out. And you're like, hello. Oh, my God. Yeah, like we're, it, we're always one, one person having an idea and actually going through with it to have completely different lives. Like, have you, have you watched the... the iPhone announcement video, the first. Oh, the iPhone looks crappy. Yeah, but it was so revolutionary. Like, Steve Jobs goes like, oh, we're going to show like a new iPod, a new phone, and something else. And then at the end he says, and it's the same product. And then everyone and claps like, and go crazy. <laughs> Whoa, and that, that was 20, damn. Yeah, and now like... It, it's insane. Like, you, you, if you watch all of the movies, you you have to think of those stuff. Like, uh, if, like if you're watching Friends, for instance, like, oh yeah, they they don't have cell phones at the start. Like, it it's so weird. Damn. Like, it's 20 years ago. 20 years yeah. ago. That blows my mind. Yeah, like there, there's that scene that Chandler shows his uh, new notebook, 
and like, oh, it has 64 megabytes of RAM and something else. Like, ah, it's so strong. I'm going to play Doom. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. It doesn't even compare. Yeah, there's this, that photo of like a 10 gigabytes in uh, 1980 or something. And it's just a guy with a huge disc, like the size of a room. And then uh, 10 gigabytes nowadays, it's nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's crazy to me. Those huge computers they had back then. And then now here we are. Yeah. Yeah, to, for you to have an idea, like my first job, uh, I worked in a company that had people working there since like the 70s. Mm-hmm. So like there were people who worked with software developers, uh, with software development in the 70s that worked with me. You have no idea of these the stories. Well, the one story, because it was a public company, so they didn't really work. But uh, <laughs> the the few stories they had were pretty interesting. I bet. I can't even imagine what they're going to say. Like, oh, yeah, we had a bug. And we had to fix it with, like, all these, like, huge computers. And we didn't know what we were doing. And, like, it's never been done before. And it's like, what? <sighs> this time like, travel, uh, let's go back. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I'm trying to find the video. I cannot find it, but like it's a video where they talk about like uh, some changes that uh, were made because of technical limitations in some old video games that are part of the identity of those games nowadays. Like uh, in the Zelda, uh, in the first Zelda, like the original Legend of Zelda, like all the dungeons they fit together in a single map and something because it had to save on memory and stuff. Really. Yeah, they, and they also separate? had this thing that like each quarter of the screen could have like two or three colors. I think it's four actually. Yeah, it's like four colors. So you had like uh, four different colors for the corner, and then you just have you know like two bits to know which color should be in each pixel, instead of having to define for each pixel in huge color palette, you know, a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of bits you use a single one but yeah so you mentioned before looking at like one of the great people and be like oh hey they uh look what they made like look at some of the popular youtube channels of people making games and you're like i wish i was there the thing is or like the guy in the gym where you're like oh he's yeah. too fat one day yeah so it's like you're looking at there's a gap so there is what you want to become and then where you're at and you have to get over that gap we have a podcast episode where we talk about that but you really have to realize that, like, those people up there spent hours and hours and hours and hours behind the scenes. They, they, they might have even cried. They might have had, like, the worst time of their life, but they made it. <laughs> so you have to go through the same thing. So don't judge yourself from what, they, what you see because you're just putting yourself at a loss. You're, you're, you're looking at that and going, there's no way I can reach it. Of course, not the moment, but where you are and then be better every day. Don't compare yourself to anybody else but yourself. Yeah, and, and also uh, remember, things are never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. That's I think that it's a big problem people have. Like they look at stuff in a picture and not as uh, you know changing. Uh, a good example is like uh, how people nowadays think the world is worse off. That's yeah, that's it was like a hundred years ago. Even with this pandemic, you're like. It's not as bad yeah. as the Black Plague. It's not no, as bad. Like a hundred years ago. Think of someone who was born like, I don't know, a hundred and ten years ago or something, like in the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. They lived two world wars, the Spanish flu, and the Great Depression before they were fifty. Yeah. And you're yeah. complaining you have to work at McDonald's or something. Yeah, or a lot of people complain to to stay home. And like I get you losing money and stuff, but so some people they're just chilling. Like this is just like, yeah. Like, this to is, be this fair, is the easiest thing you could be doing right now. Just, yeah, you know. and this is the greatest moment in history to have a pandemic. At least some people actually get to work from home. We're all can live in and like, yeah, like another great comparison. Like, you have access to way more stuff, even food, than kings of old had. Yeah, like you you're more guaranteed. To have food tomorrow than a king used to. Yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. That's Remember how advanced that. society is. Like, so it's beautiful. insane. 
and the same and it's goes like, to get better yeah exactly and it is getting better like if you look at like graphs of poverty in the world like it's it was never below 10% since like and like 30 years ago or so when China and India saw mm-hmm. huge drops in poverty bam oh, uh, under 10% and it's going down a lot because mm-hmm. why wouldn't it like people are trading and making the coolest stuff ever yeah it's it's amazing we're living in the greatest time yeah ever to be and fair we're not throwing like infinite resources trying to get to the moon as well that does help yeah like it's cool well, i mean elon musk is doing it with, uh, for mars but that's him himself that's him government. with his own money yeah <laughs> and like yeah some people really would. I, I mean if i had a bajillion dollars i would pay to go to the moon or go to mars or something yeah cool. me too. like would you not want to be an astronaut yeah, yeah i promise you 90 years old i'll be on mars what well, as long as it's not like in the in the movie with uh, what's the name of the actor matt damon Martian. yeah matt damon <laughs> born not. jason born jason born or uh uh what's the name something ryan private ryan but What's his first name? Tom Hanks? I think it's Jack Ryan. Because it's Private Three Ryan? Brothers, right? Wait, wait, wait. You mean the movie Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, in the movie. It's Three Brothers, two die, and they go after Private Ryan, who has a first name. What? I'm pretty sure I he has a first crazy. name. I've never actually seen the movie. Really? It's a <laughs> classic. I know. Have you seen Band of Brothers, at least? No. Yeah, go do it right now. Just uh, end the podcast. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Oh, my God. Watch Man of Brothers. Okay. It's, like, mandatory. I will. Not Are you it. interested but I in want wars? I love war movies. Perfect. That's yeah. something like, pretty interesting, actually, because uh, until, like, 2008-ish, like, it was all World War II, right? Every single war movie based on something at least a little bit real was, yeah, World War II. Then we, we got close to the 100-year anniversary of the end of the First War, and, like, everything is World War One now. Mm-hmm. Just good, because, like, no one knows what happened. People have yeah, they no really, idea. They really don't. They really don't. To be fair, like, it was way less divisive, I say. Yeah, people also know stuff that happens in like Japan and China. I oh, forgot yeah. which one it was, but some of them built like a facility, and they just did so many experiments on war prisoners. Yeah, exactly. Japan. And it's like, it's people horrible. don't know why the Chinese hate the Japanese. They're, they there's don't, a reason. Yeah, of course, like they don't do it anymore. But like scars stay there for for years. Like here in Poland, they they're not that big fans of Russians, you know. Of course, it was 30 years ago. It's way more recent than uh, uh, than the Japanese Empire. But still, it's the Japanese Empire is like, there are people alive today that, well, kind of, uh, very few nowadays. But still, there's a ton of people alive today that fought for the Japanese army. Yeah, it's scary, yeah. It took a while. Yeah, that's something very strange, actually, for me. Like, because uh, in Brazil, like Brazil sent twenty thousand people to the Second World War. So, like, but yeah, it's, it's unit seven three one. It's like you don't even want to know. It's like the worst thing anybody could do to like someone. Just if you if you ever wanted to like really see how bad the world can get, look at unit seven three one. It's just it's too dark for this podcast. But yeah. Yeah, but then, yeah, Brazil sent 20,000 people, so, like, you don't meet veterans at all. Yeah, It's very few people. Uh, Like, in the U.S., there are way more, and here in Europe, like, people who actually fought, and here is even bigger, because, like, people were here, they were kids, and the war just happened around them. Yeah. So, whenever I see, like, an old guy in the tram or the train or whatever, or walking outside, I think, dude, this guy lived probably in occupied Europe. Like he actually saw Nazis with his own eyes. 
Could you imagine that? It's crazy. Yes. Because so it's insane. so glorified. It's so like it's in movies, it's in games. You just like, oh wow, Nazi Germany. Like people, but to live that, because right now, you, even with this pandemic, you can kind of see how events. Like we're literally living history right now, and yep. people are going to talk about it, and they most likely going to portray it the worst way possible, being like, oh, all this and that, and you're kind of experiencing. It. You're like, oh wow, it really is that bad. But then you're also like, it's not even that bad. It's weird. It's like, I don't know. It's, it just depends where you are in the situation and how it affects you. Uh, my biggest problem with how people read history is actually uh, they think of people's intentions and not of the consequences, especially for more recent stuff. Like they see this politician give a huge speech and he says, yeah, he's going to do X because of Y. He's probably lying. It's a politician. Come on. Yeah. Like it's... people take those words for as 100% truth like of course years later and that no like they're not true like stuff happens you can actually investigate yeah if you actually go deep into stuff you realize oh actually the guy was lying he was or he was mistaken maybe he wasn't lying he just made that thinking something would happen and it didn't and it made things worse and i yeah. think that's totally going to be in the way people are going to study this pandemic and well, all the others really. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, it's gonna be weird when I look at my kids' this textbooks yeah. in the future. Or not <laughs> the even 2020 tech, outbreak. Tech tablets and like 2020 pandemic coronavirus. And I'm gonna be like, I was at the beach for the first half. <laughs> I was just chilling. And then they started hitting, they're closing down everything. They literally were in lockdown now. Like, you can't leave your house anymore. Yeah, it's so weird. Crazy. Like, here it's the same. Like, of, of course, you can go to the supermarket. They passed some. Some new rules, like uh, like from ten to twelve, all shops are for old people only. So like stuff like that. For I, I think it's sixty five or older. Like you have to stay two meters away from eight feet. Was it eight feet from people <laughs> outside? Dang. Like shops have a limit of three person or uh, three people per cashier. I think. Wow. It's three or two inside, of course. Wow. It's just a dang. Well, there's history in the making. Yeah. Yeah. And so we can also talk about Epic Games announces his multi-platform publishing partnerships. Studios behind Control, Limbo, and The Last Guardian. So they announced this new deal where developers can retain 100% of all intellectual property and creative control of the work and will benefit from a 50... 50 profit sharing. Yeah, like if you just read that part, it looks so bad. But then you realize, yeah. oh, they actually help finance your game. Then you, yeah. oh, it's actually very good. Yeah, it says Epic will cover up to 100% development costs, including helper salaries, quality assurance, localization, marketing, publishing costs, and more. Of what? course, you need to have something good. <laughs> it's well, not yeah. just, yeah, I'm going to make, wow, just give me money. <laughs> it's not going to work. Yeah, so anybody who has a good idea and has a team, go. Yeah, go up to at, Epic and say, hey. Yeah, at least try to have a prototype as well. Show off something. Yeah. So just guys, so you guys don't forget, there's the three three most important things from this. Full creative freedom and ownership. You retain 100% of everything. Fully funded project. They pay for everything. And then you guys do 50-50 profit sharing. Yeah, and like, they basically get, they assume all the risk for half of the money. It's so good for you. Yeah. Uh, unless you're very rich, you don't have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of no, being, that's what perfect. being very rich means. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, think about it. Like developer salaries for a year for like a five person team. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That could, yeah, it could be $500,000. Yeah, just for that. I don't have oh. that that much money in the yeah. Year. I don't have the money in the bank. Yeah, not lying around. Like, of course, I I have that in like my um, my random bank account. <laughs> no, I really do not have that. Sadly, <laughs> not yet. Like, oh, man, not yet. Not, but one day. Yeah, like uh, a year, year and a half. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm one Kickstarter, a very good Kickstarter, away from five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, those Kickstarters. Got to make sure you don't give out 10 games of, as the biggest bonus. Yeah, actually, that's another thing. Like, 
don't going don't to be don't pretty make... interesting with Kickstarter because like oh yeah don't make giant Kickstarters don't make wow no they're gonna fight uh, with Kickstarter it's gonna be a huge competition what epic Who? and Kickstarter oh yeah you're right interesting they're gonna make Kickstarter bankrupt that's their plan <laughs> that might work you never know because yeah. it, it is way more guaranteed right I think it will lower the quality of Kickstarters. Because, like, if you have something very good, you'll probably get it through Epic. Like, if you have a very good idea and something very tangible to show. So, Kickstarter is going to have way less concrete stuff, at least at the start of the project. Hmm. Actually, I just released the podcast episode released today goes in-depth into making a Kickstarter and making it successful. So, yeah, that was a very good one to record. Yeah. So fun. Oh, that was, a, it was so good. Yeah, I loved it, and, guys. And actually, it looks like they have an update. So there's a deadline for April 6th if you want to do late, uh, late pledges and do cool. all these polls. Yeah, so if you haven't done it yet, first check out that podcast. It came out today. I'm going to post some updates about it. And then check them out because they're really cool people. They're really good and they and they they're helpful. You can find them on Twitter and they'll respond to your questions and, and make you feel like you're like friends with them. Like yeah, they, they're, they're those kinds of people. Like yeah, I might not play the game, but they they are so nice. You just feel like giving them money. It's so weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're such good people and they're so cool. And they're like, well, come on again. And you're like, I don't know. They feel like friends. I'm like, what's up, guys? And they're like, yeah. yeah. But seriously, they're like one of the best podcast guests we've ever had. Yeah, it's like the patrons I pay for. Like. I totally use zero Patreon features. Well, I use their Patreon-only Discord channels. <laughs> I give them money because I like them. Who cares? Yeah, why not? Well, they care a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But no, I agree. But uh, as Joey used to say, there are no selfless good deeds. You make a good deed because you feel good. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. Remember, just learn to give without wanting anything in return. Because then it's, it defeats the yeah. purpose. But I'd rather see a, a big cop- company making a huge charitable act just for marketing than someone complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. They're like, oh, they finally uh, donated all that money. I'm like, what about you? Did you donate any money? Yeah, just because they want the publicity. Yes, they just you know saved a bunch of lives and gave food to people yeah. in Africa. Just terrible people. Terrible people. Terrible people. It wasn't from the heart. Okay. Okay. Even if it wasn't, like, who cares? They save people's lives. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, check that out. Don't forget to check out the game dev.tv courses. The new updated Blender 2.8. We got the sculpting and the bunny. Rick's been working on that. Sam, if anybody wanted to know, because I know. We're all famous because we're behind Unreal uh, Review Group that's kind of slowly like died out. But we got some updates. So Unreal, is Sam's working on it. There should be some notification, some some kind of glimmer of hope in the next couple weeks of what he's been working on and what's going to come out. Awesome. But yeah, so uh, I'm excited for that. And, uh, yeah. I'm always excited. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Uh, I'm an excitable person. <laughs> And so, um, actually, I think we'll save it for another episode, but we'll just go and talk about every single job in the game industry, because that yeah. can honestly take, because I have a sheet right here, and it could take forever. We, we got... could do an episode for a job if we wanted yeah, to. So we will. Actually, we'll we can that. totally do that. Let's try to find someone who actually does that job. Like, oh, we yeah. We them and talk, what do you do in your day-to-day? Like, it, it would be pretty fun. I think we should, yeah, we should do, do that, that too. And I think we should do a one before that one, where it's just like we literally go over every single position. Because I'm looking at this, and there's a lot. There's like yeah, yeah. I was scared when you sent that. Junior programmer, gameplay programmer, user interface programmer, build engineer, physics programmer, test engineer, VFX programmer. Uh, that's not even all. The art is rigger, senior artist, junior artist, environmental artist, prop artist, motion capture artist, texture artist. Then you yeah, get I, there's so many. So yeah, I would love to go an episode just go in depth and all that. Yeah, and I say it can be pretty overwhelming from for home, someone who's getting started, right? It's like, yeah, you see, w- what do I do? Like, oh, I want to be a programmer. Okay, which position? And you see, like, there are twenty different roles. That you can yeah, you're like, what? 
I mean, that's the important part of like studying and getting to know what makes you happy and what you can actually do. Ideally, they're kind of together. Because <laughs> I know there are a ton of people in the world that are amazing at doing stuff they hate. Not that many, but there are a few. Considering that there are 7 billion people for now, yeah, there it should be over a million probably. Mm-hmm. They do it for the money because they're very good and found it was super easy for them to make money doing X. Yeah. And they like making money. So, Who doesn't? Yeah, money is good. Buy for kids, give you whatever you want. Yeah, Yeah, you can use money to buy video games. Come on. There you go. More (laughs) games, more fun. (laughs) But yeah, so I was thinking for the challenge, I don't know if you agree, but we should make the smallest game they can make in like over while in quarantine, just something so small. I have one, uh, actually, a good challenge. Like, okay. pick a game you really like, pick a mechanic of that of that game, and implement just that. Only make the mechanic work. Don't care about get graphics. Okay. Use like cubes or whatever. Just make it work, or like the random model that comes with Unreal or Unity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just make one mechanic work like in the game of course it's not gonna interact with the other mechanics but like make it work it can be something small like like i don't know have a flashlight yeah no seriously that's a like, draining battery or something yeah that's making a, a light idea. turn on is like <laughs> enable true <laughs> but no yes yeah, so that's the challenge guys so make sure you do that and then post it in the comments Post in the forums and we'll check it out and we'll feature some of the best ones in the next episode. Yeah, I, I'll give a second one as well. Like, make a second one. <laughs> make a third, third one if you want. Yeah, we got what thirty days in quarantine at least. So yeah, you have time. Yeah. Take and if you really want to do something like concrete, take a simple game and just try to copy a level. Like at least the mechanics that work on that level. Like. Take mm-hmm. Super Mario 64 level one, what the the one with the with the castle at the top. That the final boss is the rock that throws itself on the ground, and you have to jump on his back. Uh, yeah, do that one. Try to make it. There you go. And do it right. one mechanic at a time first. There you go. Just like make that. Jumping code. work. <laughs> yes, one code, one mechanic. One game at a time. One script at a time. Yes. Try to to ideally follow at least dry. Don't repeat yourself. Try to use functions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to help you when you try to expand. (laughs) Exactly. That's just amazing advice. And to end this, I would say just be patient. Let the game come to you. Don't rush. Be quick, but don't hurry. And it'll come. And don't make wow. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all GameDev.TV courses at courses.gamedev.tv slash courses or in the show notes with a 10% discount. Get started with your game development journey today.